Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Just like that. The realest, livest, rawest podcast out right now is the Sideline Junkies. And we are right here. I got Junie. Let's go, baby. I got Delonte. Yes, sir. What up? All right. Fellas, we got Big Jim and BJ on special assignment tonight. So, we're going to dive right into it, man. Now, earlier this week, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed settled their collusion case against the NFL. And the NFL and I'm sorry, the NFL Players Association and the official statement from Colin Kaepernick's lawyers were released this week from Colin Kaepernick's lawyers were for the past several months, counsel for Mr. Kaepernick and Mr. Reed have engaged in ongoing dialogue with representatives of the NFL. As a result of those discussions, the parties have decided to resolve the pending grievances. The resolution of this matter is subject to a confidentiality agreement, so there will be no further comment by any party. Okay? Then, from the NFL Players Association, today we were informed by the NFL of the settlement of the Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed collusion cases. We are not privy to the details or the settlement, but support the decisions by the players and their counsel. We continuously support Colin and Eric from their from the start of their, their protest, participated with their lawyers throughout their legal pro- proceedings, and were prepared to participate in upcoming trial and pursue the both truth and justice for what we believe the NFL and its clubs did to them. We are glad glad that Eric has earned a job in a new contract, and we continue to hope that Colin gets this opportunity as well. All right, fellas. Now, a lot of people have been saying, uh, as far as Twitter goes, um, social media, period, that Kaepernick, uh, you know, they're putting it all on him, that he took the easy way out because it's reported that he got anywhere from 60 to $80 million in this settlement. Yeah, I, I heard $80 million. Now, is that a I, I, I heard ahead, $80 million too. I heard $80 million also. And that reminds me that uh, I gotta send him an email and let him know that the sideline junk has been behind him one hundred percent. Absolutely right. I mean, we've been supporting him since we've been on air. Yes, sir. So, and I mean, this is long before we were the sideline junk. It's long before we were we were out of bounds. This is when we didn't have a name. We were supporting Kaepernick. So that's right. This, this has been going on for a while. This is not. No bandwagon stuff from us. But anybody that feels that he took the easy way out, I got a problem with that. Because this man, granted he had endorsements the whole time, especially being the face of the Nike campaign. But this man was pretty much blackballed. And he didn't get a job for two plus seasons. Not because of his athletic ability but because of how he felt about a social injustice. And unfortunately, uh, our commander-in-chief, along with a lot of other people, turned this around to uh, be a 
basically the 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 the, uh, the protest was a, a big f u to the flag and all that, but it wasn't never a, it's never been about the flag. It's always been about social injustice. Am I right, fellas? Yeah, you're right. That's correct. Now, the people that say that, you know, he got over like a fat rat, but I mean, all he's doing is basically earning back pay. Because if you think about it, if he would have signed with a team, if this wouldn't have never happened, he would have signed with a team. This is pretty much what he, the, the 60 to $80 million range it's just the money up front, but this is probably the money he could have earned for the rest of his career. That's right. Yeah. So, and anybody that says that the reason why Colin Kaepernick did not get picked up was because of uh, 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 lack of talent. It, it wasn't because of him kneeling. You're an idiot. Because you can go back and look at that man's stats and know that he can play ball. He took a San Francisco team to two NFC championship games and a Super Bowl. So don't tell me he can't play. Ask the Green Bay Packers if he can play because he killed him with his arm and his league. But now from the NFL side of it, and I, I, I want to see what you fellas think about this. Do you feel by the NFL ponying up this money and, and paying uh, both I don't know. I guess that sixty to eighty, or that eighty million dollars goes to Kaepernick and Reed, or is that just the one? I mean, they they didn't say, but with the NFL paying this money, is that the the way of the NFL admitting that? Yeah, we did conspire to keep you out of the league. Of course, of course. I mean, they you know it's the the writing was on the wall, you know, but of course, you know. You know, they've been a business, a corporation. They didn't want to, you know, come out and publicly say that because they got an image to uh, to protect. So yeah, they 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 knew they were in the wrong, and you know that's how that that settlement came about. Judy, man, um, I I, I I'm speechless. I mean, I think everybody had them wrong. I just, I, I'm just very, I'm just speaking to some man, and I'm very happy that they won the case, man. I'm, I'm very happy about that. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I'm, I feel the same way you fellas feel. I, I feel on, on, on where Delonte's coming from. Where yes, they admitted that they, that's basically an admission of guilt because you paid me and you, you made me sign a confidentiality agreement so I can't talk about it. So. Basically, you admitted that you were wrong, but I can never come out publicly and say you were wrong. Um, then on the other hand, on Junie's side, yeah, I'm happy about it. I'm very happy about it. And I hope that he does get a job sometime this summer because he's still in game shape. So I just I, I hope it all works out for the best. So Moving on to our next topic. If you don't know, this is NFL three and out. That was first down. Here we go with second down. Free agency is a couple of weeks away. And I got a list of free agents. And I want to know what you fellas feel is the biggest need for your team. And 
as far as big name free agents, would you go after any one of them? Now, I'm going to throw a few names out there, and then I, I want you guys to jump in there and, and tell me what you sign them. The top quarterback, Nick Foles, no doubt. No doubt in my mind. We ain't got to name no other quarterbacks on the free agency list. Nick Foles is the top quarterback on the free agency if he's not uh, franchised by Philadelphia. At running back, you got Le'Veon Bell, Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, Jay Ajay, TJ Yeldon, CJ Anderson, Marshawn Lynch, uh, Adrian Peterson, Latavius Murray, Doug Martin, LeGarrette Blunt, Darren Sproles if he doesn't retire, Ty Montgomery, uh, Jaquiz Rogers, Alfred Blue, um, geez, even Alfred Morris is a free agent. Hmm. Receiver, uh, Golden Tate seems to be the name that's top in the list. Demarius Thomas, Devin Funches, uh, Jamison Crowder, Randall Cobb, Cole Beasley. Wow. Yeah, Dez Bryant, Chris Hogan. Dante Moncarif, Mike Wallace, Martavius Bryant, Pierre Garçon, Cordero Patterson, uh, Ryan Grant, uh, Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> Antonio <laughs> Brown. <laughs> well, hold on. Antonio Brown still got a contract. I don't know if they're going to release him. <laughs> I just said that. I, I don't know. But, I mean, they released him. That's bad. Uh, Brandon, it was two Pittsburgh on that list you just named, but three of them. Yep, Darius Hayward Bay, uh, Dwayne Harris, Michael Floyd. I mean, it's it's a lot of good receivers out there. Um, O line, not really too many names that jump out to me, so I, I will say that. Um, Donovan Smith is a free agent from Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay is likely to try to lock him up. Um, tight end, Jared Cook, Tyler Eifert, Junie, and, and Jimmy's man, the, the outlaw, Jesse James. Uh, free agent? Yeah. And Charles Clay became a free agent uh, the other day. He got released by Buffalo. Uh, Tyler Croft, Mercedes Lewis, uh, Logan Paulson. That's my man. I, I I miss Logan Paulson here, the lumberjack. Right, right. Uh, looking at on the defensive side, defensive lineman and Dominic and Sue, Green Jarrett, Malcolm Brown from New England, Haloti Nada. Uh, Daniel McCullers from Pittsburgh. Demarcus Lawrence from Dallas. Jadavian Clowney. Brandon Graham. Trey Flowers. Dante Fowler. Cameron Wake. Terrell Suggs. Preston Smith from the Skins. Jeez. Looking at the linebacker. Wow, that, that is a lot. Yeah. CJ Mosley. Jordan Hicks. Corners, uh, Kareem Jackson, Ronald Darby, Maurice Claiborne, Jason McCourty, Bradley Roby, and safety, the number one safety, 
that is at the top of this list is Landon Collins. Landon Collins. Earl Thomas is number two. Uh, down the list a little bit more, you got the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Uh, Kenny Vaccario. Hey, that Darby ain't bad either, man, from Philly. He ain't bad. Nah, he, not at all. I mean, I knew BJ wouldn't agree with that because when he was – was it Darby that was in uh, Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah, when he was in Buffalo, he didn't play very well. So, I, I know BJ ain't, ain't ain't really feeling that. Nobody played well when it was in Buffalo. <laughs> well, look at Robert Woods and uh, what was the other receiver they got that went to uh, – what's the name? Uh, Kelvin Benjamin just didn't play – Period, but it was an, uh, the other receiver. Um, geez, he went to uh, Kansas City. I can't think of his name, but he didn't play very well in Buffalo neither. So now, out of all the names that I that I just named, and um, any other free agents that I actually missed, uh, give me your top three. Who oh, you're looking at? You know, for just for your team to fill in the hole, or just to get that explosive threat. Uh, for me, I might have to go with C.J. Mosley for middle linebacker. Um, I'm also had to go with uh, Kareem Jackson for cornerback. And and I this is a stretch. I know this is not gonna happen, but um, I'm had to go with Earl Thomas for safety. Man, that was three nice ones you just picked, too. Yeah. Wish we could get them, but doubt it. You know, most of those guys, they all want to go on and get paid. Now, I, I like that uh, suit, the Dominican suit on the defensive line. Now, I like that that one. But I know, of course, he's going to want some money. I'll take Ronald Darby. You know, I, I, I like Ronald Darby. And I think if A.B., Antonio Brown wants to go to another team, We'll let him know that we produce receivers. So he's not going to hurt us by wanting to leave. Everybody else, well, we'll get on this later. But everybody who else, the receiver left Pittsburgh, they're not doing too good. Look at Mike Wallace. But anyway, and on the mm-hmm. receiver category, uh, it ain't got to be nobody. It ain't got to be a big name. I'll take Cole Beasley on, on, on receiver. Oh, um, uh, that's a hell of a pickup. Indeed, man. I, for me, uh, of course, Adrian Peterson is on this on this list, but I'm hoping that they resign him. But um, I, I I would say with our quarterback situation being what it is, Nick Foles, Des Bryant, and, and you know, saying if he's going to be as healthy as can be, and Landon Collins. Hey, hey, hey! hey I don't want to cut you off. But Nick Foles would look good in that Redskins uniform. Indeed, he would. Yeah. But all you got to do, I don't really know that. You, you, you got the line in front of him, and you know all you got to do is put give him some receivers, and and receivers can be picked in the draft, and you can find a good receiver second, third round that's going to be a monster. I mean, you can go in free agency and get you a couple receivers, but you got to have a quarterback because the receivers that we have aren't bad. They just didn't have the quarterback to get him the ball. When Alex Smith was in there, they were kind of, you know, we were six and three. Come on now. Yeah. But 
one can only hope. And as far as A.B. go, geez, that brings us a third down. And, you know, last week, last Tuesday, Delonte, you and I, we got into the whole A.B. saga. We got into Joe Flacco going to uh, Denver for mid-round picks. And oh, I said it last week. I said I, I wish we would have got uh, Junie and Jim on here to hear about this A.B. thing. So, Junie? What you got for that about AB wanting out of Pittsburgh? I ain't even gonna lie, man. Uh, I love AB, man. He's been with us for nine years. He went from boys to men. He went from boys to men, okay? He started to see his career in Pittsburgh, and I wish he would stay. I'm not gonna lie. So, AB, you listen, don't leave. Please don't leave. But anyway, let's get to a serious note. Now, the receivers that left Pittsburgh, they, they 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 didn't really find a good home, and Mike Wallace is number one. Mike Wallace went from Denver Broncos to Baltimore Ravens he didn't go to, to Philly. He... Mike Wallace went to I said Miami. Yeah, yeah, Miami. Yeah, he went to Miami. He went to Miami. Uh, he played with the Miami Dolphins first, and he's been jumping around the league because he he see. It's like everybody wants the ball. Remember Keyshawn Johnson threw me the damn ball? So when Mike Wallace was our man in Pittsburgh, A.B. was a youngster. So then Mike Wallace was like, hold up, man. I ain't getting the ball. I'm ready to go. So then A.B. was the man. So then we got Juju. So then Juju, then A.B. is feeling like he's not getting the ball enough. So now he wants to leave. So it's like a cycle. Just like the temptation. Eddie Kendricks wants to leave. Now, let's back to let's get back to AB. I really don't want to see him go, but I got I, I will say we will survive. Le'Veon Bell left. We got James Conner. We still rolling. We don't let that we don't let that stop our show. That's what I got to say about Antonio Brown. I don't want to see him leave, but if you want to leave, see ya. Can Can I interject for just a, a quick second? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was getting ready to shoot to you anyway. Um. Speaking of, of, of Pittsburgh receivers, um, Emmanuel Sanders uh, was, was a, a great receiver for Pittsburgh. He left, and you know he joined the Almighty. Want a ring? Want a ring? Ain't nobody talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but he won a ring, and it was a, a, a integral part of our offense that season. So. Yeah, shout out to Emmanuel Sanders. Hey, I'm gonna cut you off. I will agree then. That, that, that Emmanuel Sanders is one that left Pittsburgh, and he's he's he made a nice home in Denver. So I do agree with that one, and I like Emmanuel Sanders, and I feel like it was one more man. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. It's one more that left. San Antonio Holmes, and he wanted to come back. Yeah, he burned his bridges. Yeah, but now this is the wild part about it. And Junie, you absolutely right. Whenever Pittsburgh has a dominant receiver, it's always another guy waiting in the wings to take his spot when he starts acting up. You had San Antonio Holmes, had a brilliant catch in the Super Bowl. Guess what happens? Mike Wallace was waiting in the wings to take his spot. Mike Wallace decided that he wanted to roll. Uh, Antonio Brown, right there to take his spot. 
Antonio Brown decides he wants to roll. Juju is right there to take his spot. It, it, it's man. Hey, hey, hey! I'm not trying to be funny. I'm gonna name one more, and he can't find a home. Martavius Bryant. Yes. Oh, I mean, I don't know what's going on with these boys, but anyway, let's go. <laughs> it, it, it's it's slippery slope. Now this is uh that was third and ten. Let's let, let's make this a uh we had a five yard penalty, so let's make this third and five. Let me hear what you got to say about Flacco going to uh Denver, Juni. To be honest, I love it. I, I, I love it. I, I simply love it. Not only because uh that's one of our sideline junkies team, but I like Joe Flacco. I think it's time for him to start a new home, you know. Denver got a complete team. That's all he needs a quarterback. Case Keenum couldn't do the job, and I think Joe Flacco can do the job. So kudos, five stars to Joe Flacco. I give him two thumbs up, five stars. Now, uh, quick quick question, Junie. Do you think Denver, with Joe Flacco leading the helm, do you think Denver can uh, return to the playoffs this season? Yes, I do. Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and I know he can get it done. He got a, a he got a nice surrounding. They got a nice defense. He got they got the running backs. They got a wide receiver. They had a tight end. They got everything. That's all they need was a quarterback. And I think Joe Flacco can stand up and do the job. He's done it before in Baltimore. He can do it again. And then yes, wise See, words spoken, ladies and gentlemen. Wise words spoken. This the thing though. This is Denver is a situation where you need a quarterback. You don't need a game manager. You need a quarterback. Yeah. You need somebody to come in and take charge. Shut up. It's my huddle. This is what we're going to run. And I think Joe Flacco can do that. I've been arguing for years about, you know, considering Joe Flacco elite. He just fell off and let me down a little bit. But I think this move right here, I, I agree. I think this move might be the one to do it. Um, Start over fresh. Yeah, Before I, I we, think he's gonna shock some folks. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, smart money would say he is. New surrounding always make you play better. Yeah. And matter of fact, I'm going out. Give me a couple of orange t-shirts. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Before we jump into this commercial break, let's jump back real quick. Um, I just got a report that the Steelers may only be able to get a third round pick for Antonio Brown. What? And, Third round. Yeah, and he's willing to play for any team. Now I say that because the Redskins have two third round picks, and if we can get Antonio Brown sign a quarterback, I mean, great. But to be quite honest, I would love for him to be in a Redskin uniform. But I, in order for that to happen, you got to put a quarterback here. You got to get him a competent quarterback, not a game manager, somebody that can actually run the offense and. Get him the ball. Exactly. But now I'm looking at other teams, and I said it last week. I said I think his landing spot would have to be Tampa Bay. But with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay would have to do some willing and dealing to get Nick Foles. But then uh, on top of getting Nick Foles, do some willing and dealing to figure out how to get Antonio Brown down there to add with those already vicious receivers they got. They got – uh, Mike Evans, Deshaun, uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson, good Godwin. Um, they got I can't think of the tight end's name. They got him. I mean, they got good offense down there. And you add Antonio Brown with Dick Foles, 
All you got to do is keep Nick Foles up and give him three to five seconds to throw the ball, and he's going to pick you apart. So. Uh, well, fellas, that was NFL three and out. Hey, Let's go hey, ahead and take a break. Hey, hold up, man. Let's, yes, sir. let's say we got a first down at three and out, okay? I just want to okay. say from the sideline junkies, pay our much respects to T.J. Cunningham. Rest in peace. Ex uh, Seattle Seahawks. See, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Since this violence, man, it's got to stop. Yes. And I mean, that's just, that's not a sports thing. That's a world thing. It's got to stop. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're gonna go ahead and step aside for a second. Come right back. Jump into a little NBA. Uh. Keep on listening. Be right back. And right back like we never left. Did y'all see the All-Star game Saturday night? Well, not the All-Star game, but the actual uh, the festivities. Yeah, yeah, we, we watched everything over the weekend. Yeah. I'm, I'm just – I was uh, – looking at a few things and I was wondering, I mean, I remember all-star Saturday night was the big thing, you know, but you had, uh, the shoot, I'm sorry, the skills challenge was like the highlight for me, hmm. but it was, I, I mean, I, I, that skills challenge to see, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jokic, see oh. him and, and all the guys going at it, but he's a big man. That can move like a guard. How often do you see that? Yeah, and that's scary too. Did you uh you, you happen to catch All Star Saturday night, Joni? Sir. What was your, what was your favorite part? Uh I gotta go to the dunk contest. That's always my favorite. Ah, I can't hate on that. Hamadou Diallo, yeah. He he surprised me, I'll say that. Over Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, I loved it. The Vince Carter over Shaq, yeah, I was. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't expect uh, Steph Curry to uh, lose a three-point shootout, though. Not Joe Harris. Yeah, he, he was hungry. That was hunger like you've never seen before. Joe Did- Harris made his name a household name after that. Didn't he knock down the whole money ball rack? Yep. Yeah, and I think what lost it for Steph is he missed one out of it because, you know, he started that the final round. He started out. He hit the first nine. I, we were in here. We were like, oh, snap. This dude about to go, like, perfect. Mm. But I think that, that, that middle rack kind of uh, got Steph caught up. Yeah. I just – I don't know. I mean, the field that was uh, in the three-point shootout, you had Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Hill, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kimba Walker. And I actually – you know, I, I thought – kind of thought that Dirk would kind of show out by being his his last All-Star game. Well, right. reports are he hasn't said he's retiring at the end of the season. 
So. Oh wow! Okay. They say he hasn't officially said so, but it's still great what they did. By uh, yeah, including him and D Wade in the into the the game. Yeah, and I, I kind of sort of wish that you know on either side somebody would have sat down and let them start. Yeah, exactly. And hey, Dirk came in showing off too. Looked yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he did. Then uh, the skills challenge. <laughs> you had Mike Conley, Luca, Darian Fox, Jokic. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Vujacic, and Trey Young. And Jason Tatum won it all. Yeah, he threw up that half-court shot. And hey, man, that him. was nice, man. That and was real bad. You know what? When he hit it, all I could say was cash money. <laughs> and that was that was pretty good. I thought Luka was going to take it, but, hey, I, I was proven wrong. And then that dunk contest, you had Miles Bridges, John Collins, Amadou Diallo, and Dennis Smith Jr. I thought Dennis Smith Jr. was going to really show off. but I did, too. Diallo just came out. That thing was like, oh, yeah? Let me show you something. But then Dude, you get the Sunday to like the game. Superman. Yeah, when he pulled, he pulled the jersey open. That was great. I like yeah, that. that was, yes, I like that. Creative. And you know what the dunk contest is starting to become uh showmanship. It's not it's about the dunks, but it's about the showmanship after the dunk. So it, it, it's it's lost a a little bit of steam in recent years, but the older the league gets, the older we get, you're starting to see guys a lot more athletic and doing a lot more uh I like to call it video game ducks. You know, uh, when you got Aaron Gordon and uh, uh, Zach Levine, that oh, their man. duck contest three years ago. Then you got this right here. I mean, these guys are just straight athletes, man. Yeah, that Levine Gordon matchup. That's a, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah, that was a classic. That was bad. That I think you got to put that. In in the same vein as uh Dominique versus Jordan, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew it. You got to put that in uh. Actually, everybody talks about Vince Carter's uh. What was that? Two thousand one, two, something like that. They talk about that a lot, but everybody forgets that him and Steve Francis went into battle, and Tracy McGrady was battling in that, in that dunk contest too. But Vince stole the show. But you gotta put it in. You know what? And with that, those were the years when you had the big names. Now you don't really hear a lot of these guys' names. A lot of them are rookies off the bench or whatever. But they're they're very athletic, like you said. Them. Right, right. I mean, and I think that's what you're missing from All Star Saturday Night. You're missing the LeBron James. You're missing the uh, G's. If, if to be honest. Me. Yeah. And he, uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, he put out something on Twitter from one of the dunks he caught Saturday, uh, Sunday. And he said he was thinking about oh, the dunk contest. Yeah. 
And Donovan Mitchell was like, hey, if you do it for real, I'm in. And I'm like, shoot, that would be great right there. I mean, it it really would be. You got big names, guys that are, are the top players in the league participating in All-Star Weekend. Not just the game, but they're, they're doing the skills challenge. They're doing uh, the three-point shootout. They're doing the dunk contest. And I wish they bring back the shooting stars where you got uh, a current male player, an old male player. Yeah, whatever the WNBA team is close, and they just go at it. I've always done that. Definitely miss. I miss that. I mean, that's that's that right there alone is just you know that's it's great. But I mean, and the celebrity, if the celebrity game would get more hype, it was actually pretty um pretty decent. Um, the wife and I we enjoyed it. You know the thing is, I couldn't find it. I thought it was on TNT, and I was like, I turned to TNT, and something else was on. No, I was on uh, ESPN. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's why I couldn't why. find it. <laughs> but then we float over into Sunday, and Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Gee, me Christmas. Ah oh, man, <laughs> Saturday night on. Uh, our WrestleManiacs podcast brought to you by the Sideline Junkie, sponsored by Anchor FM. Uh, I told the Don, I said, you know, that's going to be our tiebreaker for uh, Elimination Chamber Sunday. So we had, what, uh, four matches that we, we we picked on. Sounds like that'll be our tiebreaker. That'll be our fifth. Team LeBron was down by 20, and I'd be damned if they didn't come back and win. Lockdown defense. Yes. And the boys were shooting. Three pointers that they were throwing up and knocking down. Now, you know, everybody says that, you know, they don't play no defense in the All Star game. No, you don't play no defense the first three quarters. But if it's close going into the fourth, that's when you see some of the best basketball being played. I, just, I agree. I mean, granted, you know, the first half, you're going to see a lot of misses. Well, first quarter, you'll see a lot of misses. Then second quarter and third quarter, you start seeing the, the, the lobs and the dunks and everything. But fourth quarter, oh, yeah, we're trying to come back. We're trying to win this money. And now prize money is going to different charities. I like that, too. I, li- I like what the NBA is doing there. Yeah, I like nah, they getting paid. They don't need no more money. Next time they can send some money to the sideline junkies pot. But even Bradley yeah. Beal stepped up. Shout out to Bradley Beal. Bill, he was uh he was heating them up. Only yes, sir. just only if that can carry, you know, sometimes when you have a good all-star game like that, it carries over into the second half of the season. So maybe if he can he yes, can sir. carry that over, he can probably carry the Wizards to the playoffs on, you know, on his back. And we can only I agree. Now, I got a question for you fellas. A uh, couple of questions actually. Number one, let's do a mid season award show real quick. Right now, at this present moment, today is uh February nineteenth, twenty nineteen. 
Uh, the time is nine o'clock p.m. Who is your MVP in the NBA right now? Paul George. Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. I want to go Kevin Durant or James Harden. Let's let me see. Uh, Kevin Durant, James Harden. Kevin Durant, James Harden. Uh, I give okay. you Kevin Durant right now. Well, you know what? I'm gonna say this because I, I had the the same issue you had, Junie. I'm like, KD is he's he's a beast. I got to give it to him. But it was, I had a three man race. And it was Harden, Durant, and Giannis. And I said, oh my I, God, I don't know who to give it to. But I was saying Harden. And I even threw Westbrook in there. I was like, shoot. Now, Delonte, you said Paul George. Mm-hmm. I know when Professor Lucky hears this, he going to smile. Because he told me, he was like, you got to start looking at Paul George. You sleeping on Paul George. But I'm a, my midseason MVP it's going to be Giannis. That's that'll be my midseason MVP right now. And I, I, I can agree with that. One. I kind of forgot about Giannis. I don't know how, but I can agree with that. One. I mean, geez. I'm, but either way, everybody that we named, we cannot go wrong. You got that right. Yeah. Paul George is beast too. He I mean, is. Uh, right. Paul George the recorded what? How many triple doubles he done recorded this year? Uh, nine, ten. I think I think he in double digits now. Yep. All right. My second question for you: Who is your rookie of the year right now? Oh, that's easy. The uh, is it kid Luca from uh from from Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's like that's like hands down right there. Hey man, he's bad. Man, I sit back and watch that boy play, man. He is nice. So I got to agree with you, Delonte, on that one. You he know is what? Really nice. As of right now, on air, this is a unanimous decision because I agree with both of you. I, I bet if we, I bet if we we took it off air, <laughs> we put it to a vote, we could come back and be like, you know what? Yeah, it was a unanimous decision. This guy's the daggone rookie of the year. I mean, he's an absolute monster, and Dallas is no slouch. I mean, they they five games below five hundred right now. Are they going to get Porzingis back this year? Uh, no. Nah, they. I think they they going to uh, save him for next year. Yeah, but when him and Porzingis get together, oh, it's a wrap. It's over. I, I would have loved to seen Porzingis, uh, and Luca together. That that would that would have been that I think that'd be pretty exciting, but eh, we'll have to we'll go ahead, Joni. Now I'm gonna say I still can't believe New York let him go, but yeah, I heard he, on a, on his way out he trashed New York. He he was talking about you know they're not here to win and this that and the other, and I'm like, dang. I mean. Yeah, I gotta. He give it a hundred percent plus every night he plays. So, I I I can agree with that statement, man. I mean, nobody. I can't say that we know the inner workings of the New York Knicks, but one thing I do know, I think that was a 
a business decision. That wasn't personal. That was a business decision to let him go because me and Delonte, you know, we, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Junie, New York going to have so much money this summer. We might get hired to go play up there. Forget doing a radio show, man. We might get hired to go play. Yeah. Let me go I, I, I got to get a message to Jim and tell him to uh, make sure the Winnebago's gassed up because I think that's what we all need to do. Hey, I think we can do it. Uh, Delonte <laughs> say he still got a little bit of hops left in him. I know I got some left in me. What about you, Junie? Nope. We just have an option right. to take on the side. Junie going to come I'm off ready. the bench and at least give you three minutes. But the rest of the sideline junkies, we in there, man. Hey, New York. Hey, we ready for our trial so we can get these contracts. They're going to have, they're going to have, uh, they're going from $134 million right now for payroll. When July first hits and the new year league year starts, they go from 134 million down to like 27 million in payroll. They mm, they wow. have so much room between the soft cap, the hard cap, the luxury cap, all of that. They will have so much room. They said that they can possibly sign two max players and then another third player that's a high contract too. So that's where the talk of uh, KD. Um, Jeez, KD, Kyrie, and possibly I've heard Kawhi's name thrown out. I've heard uh, – who else did I hear? Um, KD, Kyrie, Kawhi. It's another big name free agent. Somebody else is coming up this year that they say will wind up in New York. I can't remember who it is right off the top of my head. But either Was way – Clay Thompson? I heard his name out there too. Yeah. So – Either way, New York's – then they may even get the first pick in a draft. So if they get the first pick in a draft, you know who they, they pick. You know who they pick. They need that. Oh, yeah. They're, they're Zion, Zion sweepstakes. Yeah. But he already said it. He would love to play in New York. And I don't think that was foreshadowing. But you got a kid that did, that that's – he is, dare I say it, a polarizing figure because everybody's watching him. He's on every night, he's on Sports Center doing something. He's on all the highlight shows. It's always Zion did this, Zion did that. This kid's only a freshman. Now, granted, I, I was hard yeah. on his last year in high school because I was like, I want to see you put the ball on the floor and go around somebody and, you know, in school. I don't want to see you catching oops or running down and dunking over guys that are 5-6. Nah, I want to see you back somebody down and hit a jump hook in the lane. But him being at Duke, he started to tone up. His game has started to change. Um, his defense, I fell in love with his defense. The way he rotates over to get blocks to start the, the, the break, I love it. Yes, I mean, sir. Ah, if I could have seen that last year, I probably would have been more of a Zion fan, but I'm I'm coming around slowly but surely. I mean, I I want to see him keep working and just keep working on this game. But the thing is, once he hits the lead, I want to see him seek out uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. I want to see him seek out Kobe. I want to see him go as soon as he got the chance to go talk to Bill Russell. Go talk to Bill Russell. Just sit at Bill Russell's feet, Indian style, and just soak up the knowledge that he's going to drop on you. 
Hey, man, I totally agree. And you know what? I never, ever, ever in my life liked Duke. But I really like this kid, man. He's a really awesome guy, man. I mean, Junie, Delonte, think about this. The guys that Duke lost last year, uh, Wendell Carter, Marvin Bagley, I think they lost another one last year to the draft. Uh, And they they were three underclassmen. Yeah. Imagine if they would have stayed with this Duke team they got now, but they got three underclassmen. They're talking about leaving. They're one and done, and they're talking about leaving. Imagine if they would have kept this team together and was like, look, commit to me for three years. Right. Yes, sir. Unstoppable. And it makes me think about uh, the mid-'90s North Carolina. If uh, Jerry Stackhouse, Jerry Stackhouse, uh, Rasheed Wallace, all those guys would have played their senior year, they would have over. They would have ran in and played with uh, Vince Carter, Shaman Williams, all those guys. They said that would have been the greatest North Carolina team ever put together. That's right. You're right. I said, man, if only. I mean, if looking looking back on, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, but gee, me Christmas. That would be that would we would have been talking about that North Carolina team as probably the greatest team assembled talent-wise, but the thing is, it wasn't nobody in the country that could have beat them. That's right. Nobody. <sighs> All right. I got one more NBA question for you guys, then we're going to wrap this up. Right now, at this very moment, who's your final, your, your finals prediction in the NBA? Um, I'm gonna go with the Warriors versus uh God, it's gonna be a stretch, but we'll go with the Warriors versus Philly. Hmm. I don't think that's a stretch. I like that. Joni. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, let's go with the Warriors versus the New England Patriots. Because <laughs> the Patriots always there. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I had to end it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Yeah, man. Hey. Did we lose him? Uh, uh, I think he Golden State. Okay. He said Uh, Golden State Philly. Okay. Hey, that's not bad. I I mean, I don't like that. I'm. I'm. I I really don't want to see Golden State in the finals again. But who's gonna beat them? Unless the Lakers do something drastic. I go with uh the Nuggets and the Bucks. So, well, fellas, I think that's uh, about all the time we got. So, preview and a look ahead to Thursday. You know, we supposed to get some some uh pretty bad weather the next two days so maybe just maybe we'll all be snowed in and we'll be able to do that and catch up on our sports 
Are y'all down for uh Thursday? We do uh we finally get our Lost Rings episode done. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we can try that. We can try that. Good, good, good. Cause I, I'm I'm dying to see who y'all came up with, man. I'm just I'm just dying to hear what y'all got to say. Always. So, any final thoughts, fellas? Uh, just you know, March 13th, waiting on um, you know, the the, the new season to start NFL. Any final words there for you? Well, I do want to see the draft, man. I want to see. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, okay, you're a little choppy. We got. You. Yeah, I'm just waiting on the draft. I want to see who goes. <laughs> I, I I heard you want to see. Um, what, 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 what we looking for? He was baby. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers, y'all can hear me. Pittsburgh Steelers for Junie. Ah, we lost him. All right, Delonte, man. Let's get on about here for Junie, who glad to have him here tonight. Gonna have him here Thursday, because, you know, Thursday, that was his show idea, so he got to run that right there. Yeah. Uh, Big Jim, BJ on special assignment. Allen, special assignment. Uh, Delonte, you know what I always say, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for letting me babble. Hey, man, it's all love. It's all love, you know. And uh, Big Jim, I know you're listening. Make sure the Winnebago is service for the summer because we need to travel because we got trials with the Knicks. That's all we need. Hey, you know what? We can go to New York. We can record a show and do the trial at the same time. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm bring my uh, my hooping gear with me. Here we go. You 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 gonna see it? Cause we are gonna have our New York Nick jerseys on. I might my skin might burn a little bit being a Bulls fan. And I hate the Knicks, but hey, for the money that they got, I, I'll learn to love them. But we're gonna have our own signature shoe. It will be in the sideline junkies color, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah, make sure y'all go get that too. Indeed. So that's all our time. To the next time, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. We'll be right back at you Thursday night. NBA lost rings. I'm sorry, DC lost rings. Everybody that left the city, that left the DMV, played here and went elsewhere to win a ring. Yeah, we'll that's going to be a three hour special, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that list is long. So. Till then, junkies out. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.